0: hey good morning it's july 11th 2018 this is the day that the lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it hallelujah praise the lord thank you for listening this is from saul to paul coming at you i haven't had an episode in a little while so god gave me a word today and that is get out of my way get out of god's way you know sometimes when we pray even We're in God's way. If we would let Jesus but guide our every step, we would have no choice but to be blessed because it was Jesus that's doing it. Jesus will bless his own work. Amen? Amen. A lot of times you're going to have struggles at work. You're going to have decisions to make. You might not have the right answer. But I'm here to tell you something. I know somebody that does have the right answer, and that's Jesus Christ. Yes, that's right. Jesus Christ. What a blessed, blessed, blessed name is the name of Jesus. Sometimes in life you might not know how you're going to meet something financially. Jesus knows. Jesus knows. Sometimes he lets us go through trials. Sometimes he lets us make our own errors. But it's because he's waiting for us to turn to him. To turn to Him for every single answer that we want in life. Now, of course, I'm not talking about 2 plus 2 because uh, we've already figured that out with science. But I got news for all you scientists out there God made science. You would be out of a job without God. Your job is to figure out what God did, is doing, and will do in the future. That's your job as a scientist. Not to deny him, not to spit in his face, but to glorify him. Give him glory for everything that he has done upon this earth, upon this galaxy, upon this universe that he spoke into existence. It's your job merely to document how things are working after God has done them. Yes, that's right. This week, a big major story came out. Michukaku, renowned atheist scientist, has announced that through his study, he has to admit that there is a creator, and for there to be a creator, there has to be a God. Many, many, many regions on this planet, many time periods, have claimed God's. But there's only been one God that's manifest himself in the flesh, and that's Jesus Christ, folks. There's only been one God that raised his self from the dead after three days, and that's Jesus Christ, folks. It's very well documented. There's over 500 witnesses to this fact. Over 500 witnesses. There aren't 500 witnesses to the effect that Plato wrote what he wrote. How many copies of Plato's writings do we have? Yet we teach them in our philosophy classes. Why are we not teaching scripture? Why are we not praying in schools anymore? I'll tell you why. Because people do not want to live for God. Their hearts have been hardened. Hardened hearts don't want to submit. They don't want to be humble. They want to say, I know. I did. I am doing. Not God is doing. Not God has done. Not God knows. But me, 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 me. It's that me culture. I'm here to tell you folks, there's more manuscripts of the Old and New Testament that are surviving to this day, and they are word for word, found in caves hundreds of miles apart, buried word for word the same. So if you are an atheist, or if you are an agnostic, if you doubt the Bible is the true word of God, know this. There's no other ancient manuscript that comes even close to being verified to being from that time and being word for word the same, written by different hands in different regions. You see, back then they didn't have a printing press. You know, they had an evangelist come through their town with a gospel, and they copied the gospel so they would have a gospel for their church. And we've found these all over the region where Christ walked. We found them all over the planet. We find them today in our hearts. God's written his laws on our hearts. So even if you haven't seen a Bible or seen a gospel, you have no excuse because God has written it on man's heart that he exists. He reveals himself in nature and in his creation. It says that in Romans. The letter that Paul wrote to the church in Rome says, let no man be with excuse For it is written on every man's heart, and we marvel in his creation. That's how we know he is true. If you have not had the gospel preached to you and you die, you are without excuse. If you don't have Jesus Christ, if you have not believed, repented, and been baptized, you have had a chance. God gives everybody a chance. God would not create without a purpose. God does nothing without a purpose. He's not a random uh, cause. He's not a random effect. He is the cause and effect of every single thing that happens on this planet. Besides evil. God cannot do evil. That's contrary to him. God is perfect. I.e. He demands perfect justice. And perfect justice was mediated when he came to earth in bodily form. The Word made flesh. John one fourteen. John one fourteen. For the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we marveled in it. For He was the only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1.1 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The word dwelt among us, walked, talked, led a perfect life, and then died on that cross. Paid for all of your sins. If you would but turn from your wicked ways and believe. And if you do believe and you read that word of God, you'll see in there to repent and be baptized in Jesus name. And you'll see that you will receive the Holy Spirit. That will seal your salvation, give you power, and guide you through life. This temporary, but a wink of an eye, 100 years max, life we live on this planet. Into eternity, to be with God. Oh, Jesus, how I marvel at your plan of salvation. You know, it's such a mystery, but yet it's so concrete at the same time to me it's kind of hard to fathom the amount of faith that I have and yet still so many questions that won't be answered until I see him face to face. But I do know this. I'm calling you out, atheists. Look up the latest article by Michukaku, where he says there's a creator and then pray and do your research and find that there's only one person That walked to this earth. Who claimed to be God. And then proved it over and over and over again. With eyewitness accounts that were documented. Know that you take for granted the fact that. You believe Plato and his philosophies. You believe Socrates. You believe men. But you don't believe 500 witnesses and Jesus Christ himself's words, and 5,000 separate manuscripts that have been found and verified, carbon dated. You don't believe that? I'll tell you why you don't believe that. You don't want to serve God. You don't want to live for God. And God's got an answer for that. He's not going to make you serve him. He's not going to make you want to live in eternity with him. He gives you that choice. If you want to reject him, That's fine. But rejecting him entails rejecting his dying on the cross for you. It entails rejecting repentance for your sin. It entails rejecting baptism in his name. And it entails rejecting his Holy Spirit. So unfortunately that entails judgment. Because see folks, judgment was and will be always dealt out by God. Because we have been given the freedom to choose him or to not choose him, we also have to answer for consequence. So you will answer for that consequence. If you hear this word, if you have heard words in the past, and you have shunned them and said, I will go my own way. I don't want anything to do with that. then you are without excuse. And I pray for you that you turn from your wicked ways. And that you get down on your knees and you beg Jesus Christ for forgiveness. I know I did. I used to worship false idols. I used to practice witchcraft. I used to do what I wanted to do, what pleased me. I didn't recognize Jesus Christ as Lord. Oh, what a merciful God I have that I didn't die in that. But that I came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I will be forever thankful for that. That's why I'm proclaiming that until the day that I die. That's why I preach that from my pulpit that I have on Sundays that I'm blessed to have. I have a pastor that I'm working with uh, that has been doing it a lot longer than I have. It's showing me how it should be done. The body of Christ working together. You know, I did my, my first communion service on Sunday. Oh, what? What a humbling experience that was. I'm here to tell you, I was nervous. Oh, I was nervous. That's Jesus' last supper. That's his That's his body and that's his blood that we're symbolizing being broken. His body and his blood being poured out for the forgiveness of sins. You know, to preside over that with the body of Christ sitting in seats with me, watching me up there was very nerve-wracking. I had God up there with me and I had the Bible and that's all I needed to be sure. But I did not take it lightly. You know, I did it fear and trembling like Paul says, we work out our sarva- our, our salvation with fear and trembling. That's what I was doing up there. But I was honored to do it. I have been obviously I have taken communion. I have participated uh, in how Christ told us to remember his death many times but i haven't led a service and i got the chance to do that sunday for the first time so i want to give a shout out to the head pastor at our church for letting me do that that meant a lot to me you know i don't take things for granted i know that jesus has a plan for me you can know that jesus has a plan for you too You know how I know that? I see cancers being cured. I see highways being built so missionaries can get to people who they need to reach to tell them the gospel and for them to accept the gospel. God even uses the unsaved. But I'm going to tell you what a blessing and how much more so will he use you when you recognize him When you call out to him, when you repent, when you're baptized, when you receive the Holy Spirit, God literally gives me things ahead of time that are going to happen. He tells me things that are going to happen. He leads me. At the very same time, I'm putting up posts to send to my wife. She's on the phone receiving the news of it. And all it is is a prayer that I'm sending her out of the blue. I just know, you know what? Yeah, this would be a good thing to pray about. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to send it to my wife. And I hit send. And before she could even read it, she calls me and says, guess what? Such and such and such just called me. This happened. Things like that will start happening for you. They've started happening for me more and more. The more I serve God in a holy and reverent way, the more he shows me who he is. And that's what it's all about. It's about knowing God. It's Because God already knows you. He knows you inside and out. You can't run from God. You can't hide from God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All. Your righteousness are but filthy rags. That's why we need Christ's sacrifice. That's why we need his blood. To cover our sins. That's why we need to repent. And to be baptized in the name of Jesus. The one true prophet who claimed to be God. That actually proved it. Proved it in front of hundreds of witnesses. Hundreds of people saw Jesus Christ resurrected after he was dead. The historians documented that they killed Jesus Christ. The historians documented that the tomb was empty. Well, you know what? Not one of the early martyrs, a martyr is someone who died being questioned about being a Christian, believing in Jesus Christ, raising from the dead. Not one of those persons recanted. Not one of them said, hey, I was just kidding. None of them. They all were tortured horrifically. They all died. Maybe one, maybe two, maybe three would die for a lie, a scam, a hallucination. But hundreds? I don't think so. So now that you've been presented with the truth, I'm going to put it on you. It's your responsibility. God's grace gives you the ability to believe it. God poured out his grace when he came to earth and died on that cross. So now it's your turn. Are you going to accept that? Are you going to get yourself a Bible? Are you going to read the word of God? Or are you going to stay in your wicked ways and burn for all of eternity? Please, 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 people. The time is drawing near. The things that are in the New Testament, the things are are documented by atheist historians, by Romans who believed in 20 to 30 to 40,000 different gods and goddesses. Those things are documented as of happening, right as they are written. So if you don't believe that he's coming back like he said he was, But you do believe this because such and such historian said it. So, okay, well, I'll give you that. He was a good teacher, but that's where it ends. No, a good teacher wouldn't lie and fake his death and claim to be God. That's not a good teacher. That's a liar and a con man. So either he was telling the truth or he was a schizophrenic con man. I know my God's not a schizophrenic con man. So now it's up to you right now to repent from your sins, to get saved by the Lord Jesus Christ, to get that Holy Spirit, To live a holy life. I'm crying out to you right now. A voice in the wilderness, so to speak. A voice in my semi-truck right now. Please, please, people, accept his free gift of salvation. I'm going to end this in prayer. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for giving me these words. Thank you for the people that will listen to this and that will take it to heart. Thank you for Christians that will be emboldened to tell another person about Jesus Christ. Thank you, you are so, thank you for yourself coming to earth, humbling yourself, becoming a man. Oh wretched humanity. becoming a man you love us so much though Lord God, that you became one of us. The Word made flesh, died on the cross, rose from the dead. it cannot be disputed. The only thing that can be disputed is whether or not people are going to take this message. Or whether they're not going to. Whether I will be mocked. Or whether I will be thanked in the future in heaven. When I meet them or if I don't meet them. So please Lord pour out your grace upon everyone who's listened to this. Be a blessing to them. Let this podcast go out. Let as many people hear it as possible. And we love you Jesus. We love you just for being God. We love you just for being you. We love you for dying for us. We love you, God. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.